0: Yes, sir. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy, Jerry G. What is up, everybody? Yeah, I know. I know. We're still on Christmas break. And I'm actually recording this on Saturday morning, bro. Yeah, Saturday morning, December 30th, 2023, Full. And reason being is that I miss you, motherfuckers. I miss you. And I wanted to say... Happy New Year. First of all, I think we're going to drop this on Monday, January 1st, 2024. Y Dios quiere. And uh, I'm going to Mexico tonight. I'm flying out today on the red eye. ay ay, ay! On the red eye. ay yeah, I thought only white people flew red eyes. Like, I don't even know what that means, to be honest with you. All I know, I don't even know what red eye exactly is, fool. But from my, my understanding... A red eye is a direct flight that leaves in la madrugada, way or in la, la medianoche, way like at night, fool. It's a red eye, bro. That's what I think it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm too lazy to Google it. I'm not going to Google that shit. I hate Googling shit, bro. I hate I'm really against it, and I really want to write a joke about it because I hate Googling, bro. Like, I get it. It's a reflex that we all have now, that we all use. And I like Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like when other people Google shit for me like I make my girl Google shit all the time I make my kids Google shit for me all the time I like to throw it out there and then them confirming yes or no right like I'll be like with my kids I'll be like yeah pinche, uh the dodgers uh the dodgers uh uh record for most wins in uh, in a year. It was in uh, 2006 with 110 wins or whatever the fuck, and I just throw it out there, and then Google And I will be like, Google it, Google it. And I tell them this because I don't want to Google it, right? But I do want to confirm if I'm right or not, right? I do want to see if I'm just bullshitting out of my ass here. So my kids will all quickly Google, right? Or I'm with my chick, I'm always like, hey, who, who's that guy? What other movies has this guy been in? I know this guy from somewhere. What other movies has this guy been in? Google that shit. And she'll get on it and Google I don't want to do it. I'm not going to Google it. Like, for me, physically, it's not that serious. Food. Like, for me to get on my phone, and, it has to be something very important for me to want to Google. Like, something that I really need to know. Like, it's bothering me. And I won't be able to sleep. Then I'm gonna Google it, fool. But you uh, know, I get over it within two minutes, fool. I'm, I'm pa- Yeah, some, yeah, it pass away. I don't give a shit. Um, so I'm not gonna Google the red eye, bro. I'm not, but that's what I'm guessing my red eye situation is tonight. The flight leaves at twelve thirty in the morning, bro, basically midnight, from Tijuana, national flight. So landing there. At six a.m. our time, no, I'm sorry, six a.m. local time, their time, which is like four o'clock in the morning our time. I believe they're two hours ahead, maybe one because of the hour change, maybe I forget. Um, so yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, for those of you not from Cali, you never been out here to Cali or or, or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm flying out of Tijuana, which is the border, Mexican side of the border here in cali uh border san diego california right but there's this thing now where like it's been around for like 10 years called the bridge it's called a border crossing or something like that uh express border cross or some shit i'm not gonna google that either um and so basically it's a bridge that they built that's from it's on san diego's it starts obviously in the san diego side and goes in the bridge goes directly into the tijuana airport Right, So you never have to actually step foot in Tijuana because Tijuana is dangerous, doggy. It's dangerous, fool. So you don't really want to fuck around, be driving around Tijuana lost, looking for the fucking terminal or some shit. You don't want to be doing all that, dog. And that's how it was in the old days, fool. In the old days, 90s, early 2000s, you have to literally, if you're flying out of Tijuana, you have to drive into Mexico, right? Look for the airport, which is not always the easiest because it's not as it's not there as soon as you cross the border. You got to go take some streets, some little highway, whatever. Get to the airport. And luego también depende. If you're taking a red eye, you're there at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Not the safest place to be in this world, right? 10, 10 p.m. in Tijuana. Nah. Um, anyway, so now before you have to drive into Mexico, fool, which you know, which was really hard because now people don't want to fucking take you to the airport because they don't want to go into Mexico. But now they built this bridge, bro, where it's on the United States side, and you go in there. You kind of you don't check your bags in, but you can you can print out your your uh, your pincha ticket way your boarding pass. You have to pay. For, uh, you, you can fill out your immigration paperwork there. And uh, you have to pay for the bridge, right? For access of the bridge. Which, and I remember in the beginning, I may be wrong. And again, I'm not go, i gonna Google this shit. But I remember in the beginning it was cheap. I remember people were rave about it, like, bro, for like ten bucks, fool. You gotta just, you just pay ten dollars, bro. You cross the bridge and you're in the airport, fool. Now, I don't know if it was ever that cheap, but I think it was. Now, 2023, about to be 2024. Um. That shit is $35 each way. So, and it's cheaper if you pay for round trip of the of the axis of the bridge that that So it's like $50 if you buy the round trip. And that's per person, food per traveler, dog. Sale caro way. Sale caro. Um but it's really cool that all you gotta do is show up here in San Diego side, you park in the San Diego side. There's airport parking in the San Diego side. You go in there, you cross that bridge, and you're in the airport. You're, like, inside, and you're good. Oh, well, you're good, which is pretty dope. Just a little fun fact for Yahoo all don't get that. Because I don't think anyone else has it. I don't think Juarez has it. I don't think Laredo has it. I don't think all these other uh, border towns have it. I, I really don't think so. Um, So that's pretty cool, you know. And so now you're flying T- from Tijuana because it's cheaper, right? Right, so now it's a national flight. So it is cheaper. Um in fact that's one of the reasons I'm flying out on thirty first. Turns out it was a lot cheaper to fly on the actual thirty first than any other day, fool. Like if I would have flown today, last night, whatever, on the thirtieth or the twenty ninth, the flight, the ticket was like triple fool. Triple dog. Um I'm paying I think like round trip like four hundred bucks, four fifty, a little less than five hundred for sure. Because I'm flying on the thirty first round trip, so we're talking about what like two fifty each way. That's just not the worst thing ever, right? On out of Mexico, which is a really that's top tier. That's that's like Delta, fucking that's good shit right there, fool. Um, so I I think I got a good deal because I looked at flights to leave last night or the night before, like to leave uh Thursday or Friday. And it literally triple for, it was like 800, eight-something round trip, bro. Like 400-something each way, dog. So I had to do that route. Um, my fam, my parents did leave. They se fueron el miércoles, way. with my sister and all that. But I had shows, dog. I had things to do here, dog. Um, so I wasn't able to leave with them. And I don't want to be there that long, fool. I don't like to stay in Mexico too long. I like going to Mexico for, like, tops a week, fool. After a week, bro, I'm over it, dog. I've told you guys this before, dog. Especially the town we go to, dog, it's a sleepy, slow town, bro. Really nothing to do. So after, like, two, three days, bro, I'm over it, dog. I'm just like, okay, like, there's nothing to do here, fool. Like, just sitting around all day, taking walks, like, walking down those fucking blocks, saying hi to everybody. Like, I'm over it, fool, like... I wanna watch some TV I wanna fucking do something dog where the bitches at dog you know um see we're just like Uh, this time we're all gonna travel a little bit more Uh, we're gonna sightsee and kick it with the fam and go out to the cities and shit like that so we'll do some cool shit but um other than that I'm, I'm good a week is good fool like I have after a week man it's a sped us we like I went for like nine days and Man, by day four or five, I andaba desesperado, like, I wanted to come back. It's just like, there's just so much to do here that it's hard to just let go, fool. Like, there's so much to do, right? Get meetings, get auditions, that shows, whatever the heck. Kids, everyday life, full market, bro. Like, everyday shit just like I can let go for like two three four days but by day five yeah wait yeah yeah I gotta get back to reality bro um and i'm even like I'm even like that on the road like after i'm the same way on the road after like my fourth fifth day on the road I wanna get home already for i am I'm I'm um yeah so it's a trip um Hope you guys had a f- Merry Christmas, dog. Um, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to do an episode for, but I did want to because, like I said, I leave to Mexico tonight, be there for a week. Honestly, I won't be able to do an episode in Mexico, dog. I won't have any time for myself, dog. I'm going to be around family all day, 24-7. My girl's going, my son's going, my mom's going to be there. Like, we all share, like, bedrooms, beds, living room, everything, bro. So, nah, I already know. I think this is the best time right now. It's about noon here, Saturday. Just woke up. Uh, did the Covina Laugh Factory last night with el pinche concrete. No, I said, we ¿cómo lo quieren ese compita, we Like, ¿cómo lo quieren, we. It's, it's, una, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a trip to see food. Like, it's one thing being a fan. Like, I have I have fans. Like, I I got fans. But people just... Love him, bro. Like they love him. Like, they, it's, it's more than just being a fan for him. It's like he's like a family member almost. Like it's a trip to see the admiration, adoracion, whatever it is. They like, I don't understand how to put it, fool. Like they love him. Like I've been around famous people, obviously, open for a lot of big names, La Chingada. And these people are fans. Like they they admire what they do on stage la chingada right including me like my fans you know whatever the fuck right um they, you know like oh man that was funny that guy's dope he's cool man he's funny whatever but concrete is more than just that guy's funny this guy is more like i want to be his friend i want to know him i want to be with him like not, not like not like sexual but like i want to i want to be in this guy's world and and the way that people react when they see him, like, it's just, it's an amazing thing, bro. It's an amazing thing. It's very impressive. I just never seen anything like this with anybody, bro. Like, I'm saying, like, I've been with Chingo Bling, you know, with uh, Pa Rodriguez, but obviously with uh, Gabriel Iglesias recently. Um, I was with Mr. Howie Mandel also on Thursday, I believe. I'll talk a little bit about that. And And people, of course... Look up to these guys and their fans and all that shit. of Fluffy gets a little bit more, but Fluffy is still like somebody... He's like an unreachable person, right, To, to fans. So it's not really that active with Fluffy either, fool. Like, they love him, but it's like unreachable. But for concrete, it's more like people feel like they know him. Like, this is my guy. Like, guys go crazy for him, bro. Like, guys, like cholos, fool. Like thugs, fool! Like it's a trip, fool! How people just like want to touch him and be with him and make me make him laugh, and he has his energy that's it's unbelievable, bro! bro. And I, it's just it's unbelievable, dog! And it's then he gets up on stage and everything he does and everything he says and everything he touches and everything he, reaction, every facial expression. People are just eating it up, fool, Is loving it. Like, oh, my God. Bro. But it's because the, you know, just the admiration they have for this guy. Is, it's just, man, I don't know how to explain it, guys. I just, for those of you who, don't, who, if you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't. And it's okay. And if you want to experience that one day, you should. I don't know, fool. It, it's it's just, like, I just leave, like, what the fuck, fool? Like, what? Damn, that's crazy, fool. That's crazy. Like, I don't know, fool. like, so like, I went in there to do a guest spot, right? I just did like ten minutes, and then estaba Saul. Tru it was me, Saul Trujillo, who's hilarious as fuck. Saul Trujillo, another motherfucker, Christian Zaragoza, of course. And then we got El bitch, Edgar Rivera, the host. and then even Dunos. I popped in for one of the shows and did a guest spot, um, and. We're all funny, fool. Like, we're all funny in our different way, right? We're all funny in a different way. And people are laughing, right? People are laughing. People are having a good time. You can tell they're listening. They're having a good time. And they're laughing. Like, I, I want to speak for myself personally, right? For, like, for myself, I'm up there. I'm doing my thing. People are laughing. People are enjoying my set, right? But when concrete comes up, it's just more like, fuck everything else. I'm going to... It's i I'm like, whoa, 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 what the fuck, bro? You didn't laugh that hard for my shit. And my shit was funny, fool. Like, what I did up there was pretty goddamn good, fool. And I did not get that. Like, heads are gonna explode. Like, what? Like, it's crazy, fool. But it's because I see Loki anyway. I see Loki anyway. He has one. It's a. It's just admirable for me, dog. It's just imp- impressive, fool. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just a trip to witness that, right? Um, but it was fun, dog. Man, but I mean, way. fucking woke up like... I woke up hurting, bro, to be honest with you, dog, because once again, people love this motherfucker so much, fool. They're bringing bottles backstage. They're sending drinks backstage. They're sending shots backstage, bro. They're sending kind of the drinks backstage, fool, and... And I'm not gonna say no fool. I'm not gonna be like "Fuck that bro. I mean, I'm I I must have took like eight shots last night, and I'm like, I'm gonna regret this fool I'm gonna and sure enough, I woke up this morning fool I yakked it up. I gotta be honest with you, I threw up, and uh I fortunately, I felt better, and I'm feeling better right now just when I 12, say was twelve, and I woke up around ten, threw up, showered. Went downstairs, made myself a coffee and some eggs because for me, here's where I know where I'm going to be okay, when I'm hungry. If I'm hungry, I know I'm going to survive. I will live. But I know I'm going to be fucked when I wake up hungover and I throw up and I'm still dizzy and I'm still hurting and I'm still like in pain. No energy and I can't eat. And I can't eat, like I, cause I, I ask myself, Jerry, would you like something to eat? I'll ask myself, and and I, if I answer no to that question, I'm fucked. fool. That means I can't put anything in my stomach, and I don't. F- I feel like shit. So, and, and and this hangover is only the beginning, and it's only gonna get worse from here. And that's how I know I'm fucked. Right. When I'm like, oh, fuck, can I eat? Should I drink a coffee? Nope, I can't. Nope, nope, I can't. Right. This time, gracias a Dios, after I threw up, took that shower, brushed my teeth, took that shower, came out as I'm drying myself. I asked myself, I took a moment and I asked myself, Jerry, would you like something to eat? And I answered that question with a yes. I was. I felt it. I felt el hueco in my stomach. I felt like, yes, I can, I can eat. And once I answered yes to that, I knew that things were going to get better. And sure enough, went downstairs. So, Because sometimes it's just temporary too, dog. Sometimes just the shower wakes me up, right? The throw up makes me feel like I'm good now because the thing is out of me. And then I'll shower and it's just temporary, right? It'll come back. It'll come back harder sometimes, guys. Worser. Yes, worser. But not this, not yet, at least. Not yet. Because I know not yet or I don't think I'm going to get worser because I also asked myself, Jerry, would you like to say a little something to your fans out there? Would you like to record a podcast episode? And the answer was yes, because then I'm like, because I felt the energy, I feel the energy, I feel fine, I feel okay, good enough to get this shit done, dog, so I did, and uh, so that's why I know I'm getting better, that's why I know I'm getting better, but I still have a little ring in my head. Uh, but I think I'm going to get better. I hope I get better, man. So there's some there's some hangovers that come back later in the day stronger than ever, fool. And I'm really hoping not to. I'm going to keep drinking liquids and have maybe a little bit more coffee. Something, dude. But, uh, oh, God. I, I can't with these hangovers, bro. I just... Ya no puedo. We. Ya no... Ya, yeah, It's enough, fool. Um, but anyway, we got a little fucked up last night. Um, that was dope. That was Friday, right? Because today's Saturday. Thursday... I got to go and open up for Mr. Howie Mandel. Yeah, fool, I got to open up for Mr. And that came out, that was random ass shit, dog. Random ass shit. So, Howie Mandel's road manager, who I've never met, hit me up. Call me. I get a phone call from an 818 number. That's the Valley, dog. That's Hollywood, bro. So, I always answer 818 calls, bro. If you want me to answer your phone call? Call me from an 818 number, dog. I, I know that that's money, dog. That's business, dog you want me to ignore your call, 323, three, doc. I'm going to ignore your shit for sure, doc. I got somebody wanting to, que le preste dinero hoy. Someone's asking for a loan for. I was 323. Three. Uh, anyways, I get this call, 818, I answer. And they're like, hey, my, Jerry Garcia. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Is this Hollywood, doc? Is this Hollywood calling me up to the big game, to the big time? And it was kind of sort of yeah, bro. He's like yeah, what's up? like yeah, Jerry. I, oh man, I got your call. I got your number from the it's Mark Mark shout out to the homie Mark Saratella. He's a uh, comedian who produces a lot of shows out there in Hollywood. Whenever you see me doing shows with the big names out there with the big dogs out there in Hollywood, it's from it's a Mark Saratella production. And I'm one of the few Latinos he books and he likes, dogs. So I appreciate that. White boy, <laughs> funny dude. Anyways. He's like, hey, man, uh, I got your phone number from uh, Mark Sarratella. I was wondering if you're busy. This was like on Tuesday, I believe. Said, I was wondering if you're busy on Thursday, December thirty, this Thursday. Um, need an opener for Howie Mandel. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm open. I was going to go to the Covina Lab Factory and hang out with Concord and do a spot. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm open, dog. Um uh, What's up? Like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He goes to the Morongo Casino. Pay is this much. Uh, need you to do twenty five to thirty minutes to open up. It's just a two man show. You warm with the crowd and bring up Howie and now when oh, Howie is after you. You don't bring him up. He just comes after you. Um, you'll be interested in something like that. Uh, I'm like uh, yeah, hell yeah. I'm like all right, cool, man. And it just kind of obviously ran. It just happened, bro. It just happened. And uh, next thing I know, I'm driving to Morongo Casino. Morongo Casino is like, fuck, like an hour and a half. But there was sick traffic. Got there at 7. Show was at 8. Um, got to meet Howie right before I went up on stage. Uh, show started right at 8 on the dot. So he, he rolled into the green room, went backstage around 7.50. By that time getting ready to get on stage. Quick Hello. Quick, thank you for being here. Kill it up there. Pretty much it. He's got a little entourage. Yes, he's a germaphobe. Yes, he's a big germaphobe. Could not touch him, of course. Just a quick. We fist pump. We fist pump. I just did the whole. Hey, thanks for having me, bro. So hey, man, good job. Uh, Good luck up there, kill it, man. Like all right, cool, thanks, man. Did my thing. See a white people, about a thousand people. For those of you who went to the Toxico show at Morongo Casino, it was in the same venue, same place, same stage. All that shit was cool. In fact, the uh ho- casino staff remembered me and shit, and they were really nice. Uh The manager, the stage manager, uh, he's like, "Hey man, you were here for that show that a few months ago, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah man, oh yeah, you're really funny, bro. You're gonna kid looking forward and shit." I'm like, "Oh thanks, man." Um, so yeah, also packed, but this time, unlike the Toxico show. This is all white people, dog. A sea of white people to the end, to so the eyes can see, right? And the old people too, older and older. In fact, I do this, doing this, doing this, been doing this joke recently about me being forty three and how old, how I feel like old and shit. And I had a feeling that wasn't gonna do great looking at the audience, but I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. That the old, I'm um, forty three, I feel like I'm old and shit, and but right away, that's not old. That's not old, buddy. That's not old. They kind of turned on me a little bit on there, but I kind of felt that one come. I should have known better. We um, got him back, though. Did my thing, 25. I think I did, like, 25, 27. Uh, did my thing. Kept it pretty fairly clean. You know, just dropped the fools and the fucks. Kept it pretty clean. And in fact, I think I might I have kept it a little too clean, right? Because uh, Howie's not that clean, bro. He drops his f- albums here and there, but... I didn't want to go up there dropping that bombs on old white people, dog. Uh, But maybe I should have a little bit more. Maybe I should have relaxed a little bit more. But I kept it pretty, uh, you know, pretty professional. Uh, I don't know if you can hear, but I keep rubbing my forehead as I'm talking. My head's still fucking hurting. Um, But it was fun, bro. It it was fun. I I kept it pretty corporate, PG-13. Have fun. Did my thing. Got off stage. Quick, little another little fist pump from Mr. Howie Mandel. Hey, good job up there, man. Where to kill it? Oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Went up there, did his thing with his own mic, of course. Got his own mic. Uh, Went up there, killed it for like an hour. He did an hour, bro, of really cool, fun material, dog. It's fun to watch. You know, it's inspiring. You know, I get to see what he does Of what professional. He's been doing comedy for over 40 years. Mr. Howie Mandel is like 60-something years old. And he killed it up there, bro. Have the great energy, great stage presence, fool. Like, that's what I learn. That's what I watch. That's what I observe. That's what I pay attention to. How a comedian carries himself on stage, what he does with tactics, how, you know, he moves on stage, how he bonds with the audience. That's what I do. As far as material, bro, like, material is material, bro. And everybody's got a different way of writing and saying stuff, doing jokes. I don't really concentrate on the actual joke. I concentrate more on the performance itself. So I watch the performance, again, the delivery. That's what I'm paying attention to, dog. How are they grasping the situation, the audience, how are they bonding, connecting with their audience, or how they're not, you know, what not to do. And that's what I do up there. That's what I watch. Uh, Again, as far as the material itself, I don't like to pay too much attention to it because that's when ideas get stuck to your head and that's not a good thing to do, bro, All right? But other than that, it was fun, fool. He did a stage thing for like a, an hour, got off stage. He had like some VIP friends. His wife was there. So he just got off stage, bro. Honestly, we just said, hey, he just said, thank you very much and took a picture. Hey, picture, of course, picture, picture, thank you, thank you. I'm out, I'm out, and I was gone, fool. Like 10 minutes later, I was in my car driving back to L.A., fool, and he just left with his family and friends and went on his own way, who knows where, wasn't invited. <laughs> and, not, I, bro, I didn't expect anything. I was just like, hey, man, thanks for having me. Bro, his manager was like, He'll be, we'll be sending you a check. Thank you for doing this. Have a good one. I'm out. See ya. And that's how it be, dog. It be like that. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was just cool being in his presence, hearing him speak, Hearing, uh, watching him do his thing, it it was dope, definitely, definitely dope. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been crazy, it's been a crazy twenty 2020, twenty, uh, twenty twenty three, bro. It's uh, you know, reflecting a little bit. I yeah you know, like any year, like every year, ladies and gentlemen, right? Ups and downs, ups and downs. You gotta enjoy the highs. You gotta get through the lows. We've had our lows. We've had our highs. We you know, just gotta. It's the process. It's the process of it all. For. And it is like building memories, you know. Just uh, realized my oldest son turned seventeen this month. Fool, that motherfucker's gonna be eighteen next year, dog. I'm gonna have an eighteen-year-old son next year, dog. No, my misery. You know, uh, dealing with some shit. You know, dealing with some personal issues as well, health issues with some family members, health issues with some of my closest friends who are not doing so well uh it's that's that's a, that's tough too, man um dealing with that situation forward and then uh fucking moving forward right just keep keep on trucking doc um news resolutions for me fool honestly uh I, I think i say this every year fool. Is basically get famouser second of all uh i i want to write more material if so i need to write a whole new set uh and that's really on my mind always now for, like, what premises to hit, what stories to build on, and what punchlines to make, dog, because I think that's where I'm at right now, For I just really, really want to, like, reconnect all over again with my audience, with my fan base, and just hit them from a different perspective, a different angle, different vision, different everything, For And I just, uh, you know, my kids are getting older, like, it's... Maybe it's time to move on. Like I moved on with the stepdad shit. I don't really do stepdad jokes material no more, bro. That's done. Uh, I don't really do like little kid shit no more, fool. I moved on to, obviously, teenager jokes now, fool. I think it's time to just move on and just live, talk more about life itself, fool. And I think that's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm trying to figure out what angle I want to hit you guys with this next year, fool. And um, how to go about it, dog, is basically where I'm at, fool. Um, so, for uh, I got a couple shout-outs and questions before I move on here. Let me see here. Uh, a ver, a ver, a ver. A ver, Let me see here. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, first of all, uh, shout-outs to Gilbert from Pasadena, Texas. No, not Pasadena, California. By the way, we'll be in Pasadena, Texas, dog, in January. Dog, January 20th, I believe. Yeah, January. I think it's January 20th. We'll be in Pasadena, Texas. But uh, shout out to Gilbert from Pasadena, California. He was at the Covina show last night. Said, Yo, bro, big fan of your show, big fan of your podcast, compile. I go shout out. Then I was like, I-, I told him, let me give you a shout out, fool. Let me give you a shout out. Yeah, sure. And I, I, I tell my wifey, huh, Wilbur, my wifey, I tell like, did you just ask him to get a shout out? I'm like, no, I, I said I want to give you a shout out. He didn't ask for a shout out, fool. So I don't know if that was gonna get you in trouble for being that guy, fool. But shout-outs, back to you and your lovely wifey, dog. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Um, who else what else do I got? Let me see here. Somebody sent me a pretty interesting question the other day that I thought I, we were going back and forth with that fool. Uh, by the way, I'll be at the Covina Laugh Factory. I'll be headlining the Covina Laugh Factory. So y'all bring better bring my flowers and roses like you do with concrete. February 8th through the 10th, that's uh, Super Bowl weekend. Not Super Bowl Sunday, but Super Bowl weekend. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'll be at the Covina Laugh Factory. Get your tickets as soon as possible, fool. Uh, I, you know, I, bro, I don't know what happens here, fool, but... Damn, fool. Somebody, like, hit me up for, like, oh, man, you should, uh... You should talk about your first time on the road, bro. How was it? I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, I thought I screenshotted this what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, here it is. Uh, He's like, Cesar Partida. Just got this last night. Uh, Hey, Jerry, tell us a story of what it was like the first time you got to travel and open for someone. It probably wasn't as nice as opening for Fluffy or Howie Mandel, but it must have been an awesome experience nonetheless. Ay, 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 nonetheless. relaxes esa partida, nonetheless. Uh, was it was nevertheless? Ay, ay, ay. He put nonetheless. It might be nevertheless. Uh, nevertheless. uh, I mean, started going back and forth and texting and shit about this, uh, DMing on this, because I thought it was a brought back memory stock. I like to go down memory lane here on fucking uh, the last day of the year. <clears throat> but I've been doing comedy for um, 14 years, 2009. So I just completed 14 years. starting in October in 2009. And around, I don't know, six months later, like the first six months, I was just doing my own thing. I didn't even tell people I was doing comedy. I was just doing my own thing. I was hitting the mics, bar shows, amateur nights. haha Comedy Club in North Hollywood is where I started. Uh, They used to charge you $5 or buy a beer to get out five minutes on stage, bro, at 5 p.m. So I would go there at 5 p.m. for like every other day, about three, four times a week. I would go, and uh, I would leave work early on those days and head over there, do my thing, literally five minutes, full. I'd be waiting around. Like, you get there. It starts at 5. You have to be there at 5, sign up, and you're just like 10, 15, 20 guys and so, but sometimes you go like last, and because they put you put your name in a bow in a fish bow, and they would pull your pull your name on That's the order. So you have to stick around and wait, dog. And you want to go up early because the more earlier you go, the more people in the audience, the more comedians are, are there in the audience for more people are hear and get feedback from your jokes. The later you go, as you as you go on later, as the comics perform, most of them are leaving before they head out. Full, there's nothing to do there, dog. So. And obviously, so you're there, fool. So sometimes I'm there till like 6.37 waiting for my turn. And I was doing that for like the first six months. I got to network, meet some cats, meet some people. It was cool, dog. I was having a pretty good time. Just doing my thing. I wasn't. Even, I didn't even tell my family, dog, I was doing this for nobody. Just my wifey at the time who I told you we were going through a little rocky time in our marriage. And I told her, hey, man, maybe I just need to like try something different, you know, like, I'm I'm not, we've got babies in the house, it's, I'm just, this is all moving too fast for me, we're married, I'm a father of two now, like, I'm not happy with my day job, fool, like, I'm about to be 30 years old, like, I'm not fulfilling what I wanted to do, I, I was that guy, fool, I was that guy, I was kind of finding myself, you know, and she was a career, she was a very career-oriented lady as well, fool, she wanted bigger things in her life, too, and, she wasn't being fulfilled at work either, so I kind of we're both just like not in a happy place. Fool. And so I was like, "Let me try this comedy thing. I really want to do comedy, man." She's like, "Jerry, just do what you gotta do. Just go, like, just just go, whatever. Fucking do what you gotta do, kind of shit." And and I did, you know. So like, right, let me hit, hit up these fucking. I heard about these mics, La chingala. So I'm doing my thing, fool. So only my wife knows that I'm doing this. And she's like, get it out of your system. Just go go do you, go do you. So I'm like, okay, I'm good, fool. I'm about to be 30 in a couple months, fool. Let me try this shit out, fool. Six months later, I'm still doing it, you know. I'm now I'm hitting, like, actual little bar shows, you know, getting a little five minutes here, five minutes there. And so I meet this guy who is the opener of Jeff Garcia and Jeff Garcia in esos tiempos, we're talking about 2009, 10, 11, he was still like a pretty hot commodity, bro. He was still a guy who was selling a lot of tickets, selling out shows, selling out Heist House Pasadena, the Improvs, Braille, Ontario, Live Factories. Mostly in Kelly, the guy didn't like to travel much. He didn't like to get on planes. He drove everywhere he went. Mostly because he's, like, a chain smoker, fool. He smokes, like, a lot, fool. Like, two, three, four packs a day, bro. So, he's one of those guys who needs to be smoking all the time. So, he can't be in an airplane for a long period of time, bro. Um, It's what what I figured out. Because I, I was trying, like, why don't you go? Like, why don't, why don't you hit the road more, fool? You just, no sales de Arizona, way and San Jose, and San Diego, and... Aquí, wey, like, no sales mas de lejos de aquí, wey. like, you should just go out for there. I'm the one, I convinced him, we eventually did go out to, like, Miami, we went to Orlando, I mean, yeah, Orlando, Miami, we went to Chicago, we went to Houston, like, uh, he's the one that first took me to this place, and I would convince him, like, I would tell him, like, bro, like, I would ask, like, I would, when we started, like, bonding and being, like, more friendly with each other, listen, down the line, I would tell him, hey, bro, I want to I hit the road, man. Like, I want to be out more. Like, let's go. And he goes, you want to go? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go, mijo? Where do you want to go? I'm like, bro, just, I've never been to Chicago. I've never been to Florida. Like, let's. what's up? I, like, okay, I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. I'll talk to my manager. I'll talk to my manager. I'll make it happen. And sure enough, he would. That's going to no in en when We were cool. That wasn't, not very often. But I did, I'll tell him that. I did convince him to go. Take me out there, fool. So we did. But before that, so basically, um, disclaimer here, guys. Like, Mr. Jeff Garcia, con todo respeto, does not have the best reputation for Right? He's not the best person in the world. And I want to say that with all due respect, because the guy did teach me a lot, and he gave me a shot. And I opened for him for about two years almost. We had a lot of ups and downs. We clashed a lot. Uh, we did not see the eye. eye. I did not agree with a lot of his tactics and person he is, bro. And, and, and I'm saying this with, with the most respect as possible for not the nicest person I ever, fool, okay? Uh, part of the reason of his kind of his downfall was he hasn't been as relevant anymore as possible because a lot of that stuff has caught up to him. A lot of the bad things he's been doing and been up to and karma has kind of caught up to him. Unfortunately, bro, and I don't wish any bad for the guy, bro. He's very talented, very funny, but he's also has his demons. And a lot of way to one way to put it. Okay, so I'm not to talk too much about that, but let uh, will talk a little bit about this. But he did take me under his wing. He's one of the first dudes who would take me under his wing. Um, but check it out. So basically, uh, I ran into his opener at the time. He had an opener, uh, Mikey G. He's no longer doing stand-up anymore. At the time, he was uh, Jeff's opener. And when you're Jeff's opener, you're basically his assistant. Also, he's an intern. You're his assistant, bro. As an opener, you're also doing all kinds of shit for him, bro, Uh, including driving him to every gig around town. That's your job, fool, as the opener, to pick him up from the house, take him to the gig, take him back home, and then you go home. And you stay out with him as long as he wants until he tells you he's done, fool. Like, you know, there's no, like, after your show, we go home kind of shit. After the home, after the show, the night's just getting started, fool. Which I didn't know much about this until, you know, obviously, even the first night. So, first time we meet, I mean, it's opener. Really cool guy, man. We fucking hit it off, die. Right? And... I just think, I think he has the coolest job ever, right? He's like, hey, he's like, yeah, man, I roll with Jeff and shit and this and that. Like, bro, how lucky are you, fool, to be rolling with Jeff Garcia, dog, being his opener, fool? Man, you're blessed, bro. And his face, now I can look back, his face was like, nah, fool, far from it, compa, far from it. But we hit it off, him and I become friends. And then eventually he's like, like a week or so later, he's like, hey, man, um, Kinda of find out he didn't want to do this no more. Like he didn't want to do comedy. He didn't want to be with Jeff anymore. He didn't want to hang out with him no more. He didn't want to do anything. He wanted to stay. He wanted to get away. And I think he realized he found a guy who may be able to take over for him. Me, I didn't know this right, but he he wanted an out fool, and I was his out. And uh, he's like, "Hey man, uh, how would you like to uh, open for Jeff?" I'm like, "Fool, would I, chimney crickets, of course." He's like, yeah, bro, like, uh, I'm trying to, like, you know, back off a little bit and I'm not really into this anymore and I, I won't be around as much. And maybe you could, you know, take over for me, kind of shit. I'm like, bro, thanks, man. Thank you, bro. Fuck, boy, are you serious, bro? I get all excited, right? Anyways, he goes, I gotta run it through Jeff. I gotta be, make sure it's cool, but you can be my filling guy whenever I can make it. You'll be his opener, kind of shit. Cause he's out, Jeff is out like seven days a week, bro. He's out every day, fool. Every day he's doing a mic, a show somewhere. So obviously it was a little too much for him. He goes, yeah, bro. I'm like, how yeah, fool, I'm down, fool. Like, whatever days you can't make it, I'll be there. Fool. I'm there, dog. I got you, fool. Fuck yeah. So he talks to Jeff. And Jeff's like, yeah, I guess, fool. If you vouch for him, whatever. Sure enough, like two days later, he calls me, like, hey man, uh, Jeff wants you to pick him up and take him to the show tonight. I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, bro, be there at seven thirty at his house and give me his address, bro. What? I get his address. Oh my god, are you serious, fool? He give me, hey, I call him, fool. Fuck, you got his number, bro? Are you fucking kidding me, fool? What the fuck? And I call him. Hey, hello, Mr. Jeff hey what's up, doc? i like, I'm going to pick you up today. I'll be there at 7.30. Thank you. It's an honor. Muchas gracias. i like, yeah, yeah, dog, just be Don't be late, fool. Be here in time. Blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. Whatever the fuck you said. All right, cool, whatever, fool. So I show up. This isn't the road gig you're asking about, but it's kind of leading up to the road gig situation. But, fool, so I go. We cool. We hit it off. And it's, dog, if I would have to describe this scene scenario like in a movie fool is pretty much legit bro legit dead ass like training day the movie training day with denzel and ethan hawk fool like it was literally like that fool literally like i get there to his house i'm excited as fuck right like ethan hawk showing up to the coffee shop first scene like i'm excited this was watching uh, some shit on TV, bro. I forgot what he was watching, dog. Uh, maybe, I think it was the Dodgers, actually. He's a big Dodger fan. I'm a Dodger fan, too. So I'm excited. And we're talking about the Dodgers. We're like, yeah, it was a game. It was a game. So you're watching, he's watching the game. And I'm like, hey, man, put the Dodgers on, man. That fucking Andre Heath, here, bro, Matt Camp, bro. This is our year, dog. He said, like, eh, heh, I'm, I'm watching the game, dog. Just let me watch the game, okay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, man, yeah, yeah. Damn, look, look at Kershaw. Fool. That fool looks like he's gonna be whack, fool. Fuck that. Look at that fool. Man, that fool's whack, dog. You know, hey, man, let me, let's, let me watch the game, fool, all right? Well, Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, no problem, man, no problem. Watching the game like that. And it was like, damn, that's crazy, man. I hope the Dodgers like, look, man, look, are you gonna let me watch the game or are you gonna talk? What, what do you wanna talk about? What do you wanna talk about? Literally, like training day, fool. I was like, oh, no, nothing, just. Oh, whenever you're ready to go, we're ready to go. Like, I don't have to be there until like 10, dog. I'm like, bro, it's 7.30. Like, what the... I'm f- like, uh, okay. Uh, are we going to go somewhere? For, like, we're going to the office or anything like that before like, we're in the office. Oh, shit. What no, the fuck? Fucking training day, dog. I'm telling you. Crazy. And it just... Tur- he literally turns into that guy from training day, bro. He... I got to see a side of the person where I'm like, whoa. I got to see behind the curtain where like, this is not how people think this guy is. This guy is not the nicest person in the world. Very mean, very tough, hard knocks. But then I'm like, maybe that's what you need. Like, maybe I need that to learn the fucking game, bro. I need hard knocks life, right? To earn my shit, earn my keep. I think that's how everybody does it here, fool. At least that's what he preached. He preached that, you know, comedy is a tough game. You got to be fucking strong. You got to be thick-skinned. And he just basically gave me speech like, you got to listen to everything I say. You got to do as I say. No matter what anyone tells you, I've been doing this for 20 years. I started when I was 16. I've never had a day job. Comedy has paid for this fucking house, for my everyth- my car, my everything, bro. So, like, you go, you do as I say, and you will be fucking famous within a year. I'm like, what the? F-? Yes, of course. He's all like, you got a day job? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got a day job. He Goes, how much you make? Uh, like forty thousand a year. But within six months, dog. Within six months, mark my words, you'll be quitting that fucking job and you'll be making twice, triple that amount in comedy. I'm like, what? Yeah, trust me, dog. Mark my fucking words, dog. Fuck, are you serious? Yes. Damn, fool, my head's getting blown. I'm excited. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm going to be fucking rich and famous in six months? Holy shit, dog. It's on. So at that point, I'm like, whatever you say, bro, I am going to do, fool. I, I, the, if you're telling me I'm going to make hundred dollars to $120,000 in six months, bro, I am going to do whatever the fuck you tell me to do. And I did. And I fucking did. For like six to 12 months, I was that fucking... Dumbass fool, getting hazed, bro. Having to pick him up, drop him off, dealing with his drunk ass. Dr- he was drunk, always drunk, bro. Mistreating people, mistreating me, fool. I'm, fool, I'm, dude, he's going to all these, we, we will go to all these bar shows and just run a tab, bro. And then eventually the owner or the worker, the manager will be like, hey, wait, that's it, fool. Yeah, we fucking get this. In the, this I was gonna say the N word. This motherfucker, I get this motherfucker, like, we get this motherfucker, like 10 drinks already, bro. Like, we, that's it, fool. And he was like, I want another, another drink, another drink. Got to a point where I was paying for the fuck. I had to pay for the drinks because they would cut him off. So I would have to pay for the drinks. I would have to buy the drinks because he wanted to keep drinking, fool. Um, dude, he got, he would get so drunk. We would get we would drive in his car. I, was, I would drive to his house and we'd take his car. He had like a Magnum. What is that, Chevy? Magnum? And, uh... He would get so drunk, fool, where like he would pass out and we would be out of gas. And so I would pull over to put gas and he'd like be knocked out. And so I would pay for the gas, fool. So I would now I'm paying, I'm filling up the fucking car, fool, putting in like $50. I pay, keep in mind, I never I never got paid at all, fool. I, didn't, I, didn't get, I never got paid ever, ever. So I would just go, I would go up, uh, we would hit up like bar shows, like different bar shows, and sometimes comedy clubs just pop in. And some places I wouldn't even perform. I'm just driving them to the to spot, fool. Like, I, I would pretty much just perform at the bar shows. He would, like, hey, put him up. Put him up before me. Have him bring, have him bring me up. And the people were, like, oh, man, Jeff's here, bro. Whoa, Jeff's here. And they're, like, what's up, Jeff? What's up, Jeff? Like, hey, what's up, what's up? Hey, um, put on my boy, man. Uh, have him bring me up. Have him do three minutes, four minutes, and bring me up. Yeah, 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 of course, Jeff. And I I'll be, I I'll be out there in a bar showroom. nobody's paying attention. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, ha, uh, I'm from Huntington Park, California, and it's like the only place where you see two cars and they both take off. And <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh you guys ready for Jeff Garcia, man? I'm like, all right, man. Here, here's Jeff Garcia, bro. And he's like, that was me, dog. I was, I was that guy fool. and. I was that guy full, just driving him around full, and he's all fucked up, just getting drunker and drunker everywhere we went full. And I was like, "Fuck, dog!" It's babysitting, bro. Ba- babysitting full. And at first, it was cool just cause all the attention he would get, people taking his p- t- pictures, and I was with him full. I was like, "I was, I'm the guy, I'm his guy." fool. So at first, it was all cool and shit, but that shit got old fast. fool. after a while, I was like, "Nah, wait." So I was getting home like at three o'clock, three, four o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday, Tuesday night, bro. Causing even more friction with the wifey, dog. Even more friction, dog. But I guess what I said? I'm just like, hey, let me just let me see where this goes. Like I told her, like, let me, I'm I'm with this big headliner now. This big headliner is gonna open up a lot of doors for me, dog. He's gonna open up a lot of opportunities for me. And he's telling me that I could quit my job within six months, dude. Like I could do this full time and make real money, man. Like even though at this moment, time I hadn't made, not $1 out of comedy. Not $1, bro. And I was like, my wife's like, I guess what, the, I guess. I'm, shh, not, I, I guess, but you do we need to get home at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and shit? I'm like, Yo, obviously, I'm drinking too, dude. Like, I'm not going to be a same fool. I'm not out there just, I'm drinking and I'm driving. I'm driving around, but I need to like have some fun as well, dog. So I'm not going to be, a, I'm not going to tell you guys I'm just being a saint out there, fool. I'm walling out a little bit myself. God, make the best of it. So see, you got a pedo, you know, smelling like cigarettes because I'm a fucker smoking all day, fool. And just, I'm smelling some reek, fool, cigarettes and beer and tequila and just like getting you know, on a Tuesday night, bro, on a Sunday night. Just, uh, uh, and then, uh, that bro I was doing that and it was causing some friction at home and I did about a year and a half two years of that guys I did it yeah, for like to, uh, to like 2011 or 12 during I, I we would like break up <laughs> we would fight dog. we would fight because obviously I would say no sometimes I would push back and be like Nah, bro, I'm not going out tonight, bro. Like, I'm still feeling like shit. Oh, my girl's mad at me. Oh, I gotta wake up early tomorrow. Hey, I can't do it. I don't feel good. And get on my man, fuck you, man. What the fuck would I tell you? You better get your ass over here. You better get your fucking ass. I'm like, nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Like, find someone else, die. But oh, no, by the way, I can't. Man, if you fucking don't come, fool, don't fucking ever call me again. Don't you ever fuck. And, I, all right, well, I'm sorry, man. I'm, hopefully you forgive me, done, you know, but. Hopefully, you get over it, dog. But I'm sorry, fool. I'm not going to go today, dog. And we wouldn't talk for like a week or two. And then somebody would text, like boyfriend, girlfriend bullshit, toxicity. For one of us would text each other, be like, hey, what's up, dog? What's going on? What you got tonight? It was mostly him because he needed a ride. He would always like, what you doing tonight, dog? Oh, nothing, fool. What's up? I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, bro, pick me up, bro. We got a show in Irvine, dog. Oh, all right, man. Show, sure, I got you, dog. Yeah, yeah. And back and was back to the routine again, fool. But I would get like a cool little two-week break there, fool, where I was like, fuck. And then back at it, bro. Back at it. Eventually things started clicking for me where I started like, I was learning. I will be honest. I was learning some shit from this guy. I was learning how to be ruthless on stage, not giving a fuck, not being afraid of the mic, of the audience. We were doing some pretty rough shows, some bar shows. We did black comedy, uh, comedy night. We do shows in Crenshaw and fucking South Central, Compton. We'd go to the white side of town, Irvine, and all the fucking white people, rich people shit, Jewish towns, eight full every we did all that shit, dog. And I do I used to do little by little, I was building all my materials, doing five, seven, eight minutes, and I was getting funnier, and I was getting the laughs, and I was getting laughs. Before you know it, even that started cutting friction because people were like enjoying my sad. And they would be like, oh, Jeff, this guy, man, this guy's going to be a star, man. Jeff, this guy's going to be all... Oh, bro, Jeff, this guy's great, man. Bring him back. Jeff, this guy's great. And they'd be like, all right, he's, he's just a fucking rookie, dog. He ain't shit, dog. He ain't shit. Relax, fool. Relax. He ain't shit, dog. He ain't me, dog. He ain't me. You know, star Stavaway, he didn't like it. Like, hey, dog, hey, relax, all right. He ain't shit, fool. He ain't shit. So he was that guy, fool. So he was like, he will fuck with you, dog. He will fuck with you. With all that said." He's the first guy that took me on the road. Takes me on the road for the first time. First time on the road, I was in uh, San Jose Improv, bro. First time on the road ever. First time I got paid by a club. First check. I remember I took a picture of, I think, it's on my Facebook. $300 I made that weekend, bro. $300 for $75 a spot, four shows. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Yeah, $150 a night, bro. $300 Three hundred dollars for the weekend, and uh I was so excited fool three hundred dollars fool fuck it's crazy, That's dope. making money off comedy. what the fuck it's crazy um that was my first on the road uh I got a lot to say about that weekend that weekend got wild. I don't know how much of it I can say, but basically uh, I had a good time out there had a really good time out there, fool. And that's why I'm like, oh man, this is the real life. This is how it is, bro. Fucking fans, fucking groupies, whoa. And I gotta be honest with you, fool. I've been that that yeah that 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 high was a was a was a crazy high. Um, uh, and it just took over me, bro. Like at the, at the end of the day, I'm just like, yo, this is what I want to do, fool. Like I want to be a comedian. I want to be this full time. But at the same time, I'm like, this guy is not a good person. He's not a good role model. I'm not going to follow him. This is one of the reasons I am how I am. Like I'm really like chill and down to earth and like I keep it fucking 100 because I saw the opposite side of it and I don't like how he treated people. So I'm not going to be that guy. I'm never going to be that guy. So which is why he learned me. I tell people he he taught me a lot of what not to do as well. As much as he taught me how to be a, a strong comedian on stage as well, I'll give him props for that, fool. Uh, cause he would give me some ruthless, good advice, bro. I also saw sides of him where I'm like, yeah, I'm, that's, I don't want to be that. No, 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 no. That's, that's not a good person. That's not a good, um, just not a good person, bro. It's not good karma. It's not good energy. I can't be that guy, fool. So I've never been like that with anybody and I never would, fool, but, uh, that's a long fucking story. I did nowhere, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. With all that, le doy gracias on the good stuff and then we also had a lot of bad times so that's why we don't connect as much anymore like we don't really work with each other anymore uh, i am cordial i am respectful when i see him i say what's up hey man how you doing cool 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 yeah as far as like hanging out tapping in checking in nah bro i'm good i'm good bro <laughs> like that must be anyway but with all respect like I don't want nothing bad from him, for him to happen. I I think he he's very very good at what he does on stage, bro. Like what he does on stage is fucking some of the best I've ever seen. Still today, how he handles crowds, hecklers, and he's so quick witted Like he's on his shit when he's on his shit, fool. And I've also seen him struggle really bad, do really bad because of the demons and all these struggles, you know, that he has. Um, also has affected him too. So I got to see the good and the bad, and what to do, what not to do, and I do thank him for all the good shit, fool. So I know uh, just going down a little bit memory lane of how I started. I think kind of answers your question a little bit. But my first time on the road, fool, I'm not gonna get into it too much, but I had a blast. I had a fucking blast, dog, and uh, it was a good time. Um, and other than that, he, like after that, he started like taking me on the road more and more. Phoenix, San Diego. Sacramento, uh, and then that's when we were cool, we were pretty cool, and I was like, hey, bro, we should fucking go farther, bro, like, fuck, we just do Cali, that's Arizona, it's the first we've done. we even did uh, Vegas, uh, we did Vegas one weekend, too, that was wild, and then I go, he's like, where do you want to go, mijo, where do you want to go, I'm like, bro, let's just go fucking, easy. go to New York, bro, I, go, I don't know about New York, but we'll do Florida, we'll do fucking Houston, we could do, uh, um." Chicago and every place we went to fool man. I got stories about this guy, man. All the crazy shit he we'll would get ourselves. So he will get us in, fool. Oh my god. But um, yeah, it's crazy fool. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that's it. I'll leave it there, fool. That's my that's that's the only Jeff Garcia, fool. Uh uh. Phew. What else? That's pretty much it. So, um, and speaking of Florida, we'll be out there in Florida, dog. I'm going out there with, with uh Concrete, Concrete, and I are heading out to Florida. We're gonna be uh, let me see here. We're doing uh, let me see. We're doing fuck man. Where is it? Uh, Tampa, Orlando, January sixteenth. Tampa, January seventeenth. Miami, January eighteenth. Then we're going to. Houston, Texas, Pasadena, Texas, to be exact, January twentieth. Then El Paso, January twenty first. All right, we're doing a fucking week long run. Uh, after that, uh, I think you'll find me in. Uh, I think you'll find me in Covina Laugh Factory, Doc. February eight, nine, and ten, So Make sure we make that shit happen. All right, guys. I think that's it for Yame the video. what wait. But I want to wish you guys a, a happy new year. I hope all your wishes come true in 2024, dog. I'll be on vacation. So I want to drop this little episode for you guys. And uh, wishing you guys all love in 2024. And moving on. And uh, let's keep this shit going for right? I appreciate all the love. Everything you guys do. Your support. Your questions. Your likes. Your comments. Thought I might have of way. No, uh, chingo, People who listen to this podcast are the real ones, dog. These are you guys are the motherfucking real ones, dog. I average about five to eight thousand downloads, and you know what? Every motherfucker, dog, you are real motherfuckers, dog, for sure, dog. All right, and let's get to ten thousand next year. I'm trying to take. All right, all right, well, I'm Norresio. Have a good weekend and uh, have a good year. All right. I'm Jerry G. And I'm out.